Hi there, welcome to the Neurodivergent Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Griffith, and I am so excited to have you here. On this podcast, we talk about all forms of neurodivergence, from ADHD to learning disorders to giftedness to autism and more. If any of that sounds familiar, welcome to Neurodivergent Magic. Hello, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome back to another episode of the Neurodivergent Magic Podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode because it's just going to be a really chill life update episode. I haven't done one of these in a little while, and I just thought it was time to let you guys know what's going on with me. The first major life update is that I started the NeuroSpicy Club. If you missed that announcement, uh, the doors are unfortunately closed right now, but you can go ahead and hop on the wait list and uh, you will get in when I open the doors again in January. Um, but yeah, the NeuroSpicy Club, it's been amazing. Um, it's basically, if you don't know, it's just a monthly membership or you can join for the year um, where you you join to get some camaraderie with other neurodivergent people along with neurodivergent life coaching from me, um, guest expert workshops, um, weekly body doubling, and we actually just instituted a book club as well. So very, very fun. It's been incredible. We have a private Discord server and um, people have just been so incredible in there. They taught me how to organize it because I'm relatively new to Discord and I, I wasn't sure. So we just had a bunch of random channels and somebody was like, hey, would you mind maybe making some categories and stuff for this? And I was like, how do I do that? So <laughs> people have been very patient with me and just so engaged and so kind to one another. I've just, I know that people are good. But sometimes it's easy to forget that in the world that we live in and the way that it is right now. And it's nice to see people being good. So yeah, we've got 35 folks in there. They're all incredible. We have a amazing guest expert lined up for November to talk about co-regulating your emotions with your kids. Um, this is a big thing because a lot of times neurodivergence tends to run in families. And so if you're neurodivergent, there's a very good chance your kids are and vice versa. And sometimes emotions can start running really high. And um, co-regulation is just such an important tool. So Rosemary Clark is going to join us. Um, I will link her information in the show notes if you want to go check her out um, if you're not in the NeuroSpicy Club um, and you still want to learn from her. Uh, she has so much to offer. Um, and then in December, we have Julie Savon coming in to talk about microdosing, which should be really fascinating. That's totally out of my wheelhouse. Um, I am a bit of a straight edge. <laughs> But people said they wanted to learn about it. And so I found somebody through a mutual friend uh, who we trust um, to give you the lowdown on that. So that's pretty much the NeuroSpicy Club. Um, second big life update, I am trying out a medication for my ADHD. Um, it's not the medication I thought I was going to be on. Um, I thought I was going to be on a stimulant because I did some research and it just showed that that's really the best, most evidence-based treatment for ADHD in addition to, um, like, daily movement and exercise. Um, but stimulants seem to be up there as a really good treatment. And my psychiatrist just, he wanted to try something a little milder, I think. So he put me on Wellbutrin. Um, 
And I've been on that for about two weeks. And I've been on that in the past. And I had some negative side effects that I didn't enjoy. And so I was not looking forward to trying this again. But I actually haven't had the negative side effects this time around. So that's great. But I'm also not really seeing a huge improvement uh, in my ADHD symptoms, um, which, you know, mostly involves just executive dysfunction. ADHD is an executive dysfunction disorder. Um, so I, <laughs> I still really struggle to get things done if I don't want to do them. And sometimes even if I do want to do them, I struggle to get things done. Um, and the Wellbutrin does not seem to be helping with that necessarily. So I'm not super impressed. I will likely ask to replace it with a stimulant when I go in for my one month checkup because we decided we would do Wellbutrin for a month and see how it worked out. Um, so hopefully my, my biggest fear is that he's going to see me as like drug seeking. Um, and thankfully, you know, well, I guess not thankfully, but this is a really big problem in communities of color. Um, people of color who have ADHD are often seen as drug seeking or stimulant seeking and um, I'm white, so I, I don't have that stigma going against me, but there's still a chance that he will see me that way. And I'm nervous because I'm really not drug seeking. I just, I know that stimulants work for ADHD and it's taken me a lot of time and energy to break down some of the stigma that I had around my ADHD. Like I was very comfortable with my autism even before I got diagnosed. I was very much like, you know, this this is me. <laughs> you know, this is just unequivocally me. Um, but with the ADHD, I think there's a part of me that's like, no, no, it's it's not that bad, though. Like, everybody is kind of like this. And I think that's because, and I, I could be wrong about this, so forgive me, family, if you're listening, but um, I think there's several members of my family who have ADHD, and so it's very normalized to me to struggle with these things. Um, and there's just a big part of me that feels like I shouldn't need help with it, like I shouldn't need the stimulants. Um, so I'm having to break down some internalized ableism and stigma about taking stimulant medication in the first place, and then uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just worried about what he's going to think because my psychiatrist has not been the most neurodivergent affirming person in the world. Hello there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. I just wanted to interrupt this episode really quick to tell you all about the Neurodivergent Magic Program. This is a program designed to help you cope with executive dysfunction, which is something that almost every neurodivergent person experiences. If you don't know, executive dysfunction is a lot of things, but basically it boils down to you want to do the thing, you are trying to do the thing, and you just can't, and you feel awful. What this program, the Neurodivergent Magic Program does, is it helps you cope with executive dysfunction through a combination of practical and emotional tools. We'll cover body doubling and building momentum, but we'll also talk about the shame that is often deeply rooted in a lot of neurodivergent people because we grew up in a neurotypical society that wasn't accepting of us. And if you're thinking, what in the world does shame have to do with executive dysfunction? Um, kind of everything. And I would love to teach you about it. So this is a program where the whole goal is to teach you to get shit done in 24 hours or less. So if you are really struggling with your ability to accomplish tasks and to feel good about it, that is what this program is designed to help you with. And I can't wait to see you there. Check out the show notes for the link to join or send me an email at megan at neurodivergentmagic.com. 
And finally, the last like big change in my life recently is that I have become the dungeon master for a game of Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm so thrilled and so excited and so freaking nervous. So I'm a part of a membership called the Social Anxiety Bestie Club. Uh, it's run by Sadie. Uh, she is on socials at Your Social Anxiety Bestie. She runs the Your Social Anxiety Bestie podcast. Um, she's just incredible. Uh, I'll link all that information in the show notes for you if you're interested. And within that club, we have decided to start a D&D campaign. And I am the DM I'm the dungeon master. Um, I have been playing D&D as a player for four or five years now. Um, and it's it's so fun. It's so incredible. I can't even tell you how much I love it. Um, but I am so nervous to be behind the screen, to be the DM. Um, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I, I know how to play D&D, but... Running a D&D campaign involves so much improv and thinking on your feet and the ADHD part of my brain loves that because it makes connections very quickly, but the autistic part of my brain kind of hates that because with my autism, it involves a lot of like really slow processing. And so I'm just really nervous. Um, and granted, this is within the Social Anxiety Bestie Club. So everybody here um, deals with some social anxiety to some extent, to some degree, and they're usually very forgiving and patient, um, but I just, I don't want them to have to be. I want it to just be a fun experience, um, and I'm nervous it won't be. So <laughs> we had our session zero, and it went relatively well. There's a lot of math involved in session zero, trying to come up with all the numbers and stuff like that. Um, so that's a little intimidating, I think, for most people. But other than the numbers, I think it went really, really well. And people had some incredible character ideas and they gave me all kinds of plot hooks for the story. And um, I'm excited and so nervous. Uh, this is really, really putting me out of my comfort zone, but in, I think, a very good way. So yeah, that's been my life lately. Um, things are going well. And I feel good. Um, I've, I've just been doing really well, which is really nice. Um, I hope that you've been doing well also. And if you haven't, I hope that this doesn't feel like me rubbing my happiness in your face. I hope it feels more like hope and like there's a chance because I was really miserable for a really long time. Um, I, I feel like I don't talk about this that much because I don't like talking about depression because it's depressing. Um, but I was really miserable for a really long time between undiagnosed neurodivergence and major depressive disorder, uh, dealing with past trauma. Yeah, it was really rough for probably like a decade there, like a full fucking decade. Um, and when I was feeling that way, people would try to tell me it gets better. And it just felt like total bullshit to me. It felt completely out of reach for me. And here I am so much better and so much happier. And I hope that it doesn't feel like bullshit when I tell you that things really can get better. So if you're having a rough day, I'm here. Uh, I'm with you. It's okay. Um, and if you're having a good day, congratulations, celebrate that, embrace that, express gratitude for that. 
and I will talk to you all next Saturday. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you give us a follow over on Spotify, leave a review over on Apple Podcasts, and tune in next Saturday for another amazing episode.